Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. Prime Time Titans. It's JG. And I'm Pettit. And, uh, hello, Governor. <laughs> we, we're here what? to talk about. Oh. We're here to talk about the London game. That's I think that's twice in a row that I've kind of thrown you thrown you off on a, like a London reference. Yeah, um, I, I, it took me a second. second. <laughs> I was like, "What? What?" Hello, Gav. No, we're here to talk about a loss. Uh, <laughs> that's my best. I feel like if I just did a London impersonation, it would turn into an Australian impersonation or accent. Uh, any, anyways. I, I don't, I'm not really making sense. Um, it's just Pettit and I today. We're here to talk about the loss to the Ravens. Um, Titans go to London, play the Ravens, lose 24 16. Um, and I just, we're just going to be honest here. Uh, this episode is probably more going to be what do we do moving forward and long term rather than. Uh, talking a lot about the Ravens game. Um, we will cover a few things, um, certain um, certain things we think were big from the game. Um, but I think with the loss and how not great it looks for us, I think that's why we feel it's almost more important to talk about what are we supposed to do the rest of the year. Um, we're two and four. Uh, we're about to have a bye week, so that's good at least. Um, we're not going to have to go through a crazy, you know, just game that's going to test our mental fortitude. Um, so we at least get a, a break from that. But yeah, it's it was tough. Um, Pettit, I don't really know uh, what you think. I mean... Offense wise, defense wise, what did you got any positives from the game? <laughs> Maybe we held them to so many field goals. Um, I don't know. Overall thoughts. Uh I don't have a lot of positive, honestly, like at all. I'm really down on the team. I'm yeah. I've joined the Robert the Robert train. Let's go ahead and tank. Um this team this team is, is bad. Like really bad. And it's not fun to watch. It's, you know, Tannehill getting hurt was honestly just cherry on top of just like, I mean, how much worse can we be to walk? I mean, we have the longest consecutive streak in the NFL for not scoring over 30 points. Like, it's just absurd. And it's been over the last two seasons, I think even stretching into three seasons now, of not is scoring that, over th- 30 points. Is that turning into like a NFL history record? I wonder what. That's a a great question. I can't imagine, but possible. Yeah, probably back in the day. I bet even like the Browns back in the day or the Lions were pretty kind of up there. Um, I mean, gosh, all I went into the season just hoping for entertainment. You know what I mean? Just at least 
at least have some shootouts, at least be fun to watch. If we lose, it's losing some fun fashion pretty much, but it's like we are losing in the most boring fashion of all time. I mean, there's just nothing. <laughs> well, we kinda, fun I don't know. It kind of was nothing sort fun of about our, our zero yard rushes our you know, <laughs> our four yard gains. You know what I mean? Our one throw to, to Hopkins. You know what I mean? It's just like, Oh, it's just like constant. There is nothing fun to watch about this team, you know? And then I didn't realize how, I mean, man, Tart's probably going to be asking for a lot of money after this for how important he's, he's been on this D line and he's been out for two weeks and we've had two games back to back of over a hundred yard rushing, which we hadn't done since the giants game of last year at the week one. So he plays a huge part in that run defense. Um, I guess he really sets the tone on that defensive line, too. A lot more than we thought. Plus the injury to Simmons since he hurt his shoulder. He hasn't been the same. So, man, I when I think of a positive, I just I, I can't. The only positive I have is the fact that I really do think this team is talented enough to be a lot better than they are. That's the only positive that I have. At this point, is that a positive or is that going to I mean, long-term I, hurt? the Tennessee Titans organization. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it's, I mean, I guess it's a positive. In fact, in terms of like, imagine if we were playing at our full potential and we were getting destroyed like this. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're playing out of our minds and we're losing every game. <laughs> I think, I think a positive for me at this point is like, I don't, it, for well, first off, Tajay Spears and Peter Skronsky, those those guys are studs. I mean, on the literally on the on the touchdown that Henry had, Peter Skronsky, it was a run to the left, and at that point, NPF was in the game and took over for Andre Dillard, um, who was. They both had horrible grades. Rabel said NPF did better at left tackle and did fine, but who knows? Anyways. Pierre Skronsky literally fell over on a knee and still kept his block going, created the hole, and Henry went through and scored the touchdown. That is, that's great. If you, like, if you if you didn't notice that, if you haven't seen the play, go watch the play, and you'll see that Skronsky kept his block as he fell over. Um, Tajay Spears, the fun play at the end. I mean, at this point, I guess we have to score a long touchdown to be able to score a touchdown because we barely can do it in the red zone. Um, do you think he's a? That, do you think he's was awesome? Do you think he's like a top ten running back if he was a on a better team? B was the starter. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, at least so far from what we've seen, trend, trending wise, he, he looks like he could, he could be. be a, yeah, I think he could be a top ten running back just the starter and this team. Like, I don't even think it needs to be a better team. I think it's more just he has Derrick Henry in front of him. Yeah. Um, I mean, wild. he's, he he's literally, he, he really, I, like he really is. Uh, it kind of looks like the last couple years, Zeke and Tony Pollard situation. And he's, uh, the Tony I was going to, I was going to compare him a little bit to uh, a little bit to like an Austin Eckler. Yeah, like Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, those years. Just no, 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 no. Just, just Spears compared to Eckler. Yeah. In terms of like, you think 
you think they're like a play is over or they're tackled or, you know, they're not getting out of a situation and then they just continuously just make that extra move or, you know, they're constantly gaining that extra yard or two or, you know, slowly breaking out a big play because of yeah. that. Um, so Pettit, I do, I'm going to run through real quick. I actually took notes throughout the game. I wrote down each offensive drive and like how it ended or how it finished and just, you know, made some notes on it. First drive, we got to the red zone, no touchdown. I don't know why we can't play well in the red zone. I can't. I don't know why we can't score touchdowns. Supposedly, it's an NFL thing this year to where teams overall aren't that great in the red zone. It's not only the Titans, but the Titans are definitely contributing to it. Um, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth drives, like all those drives where basically you might get one first down, we might get a three and out. Uh, there was one. Um, there was one that we had a. Yeah, the third drive we had a we had a rush for a first down, but NPF had a penalty. We got put back. We did nothing. Um, we got sacked. We um, just like we. I mean, we couldn't do anything. There was a. Uh, oh, the sixth drive was the rushing the passer that helped us. And then Derrick Henry had that long play, and then we score. Or no, oh, then we got a field goal. Like, how did we not score on that drive? And then the seventh drive, we got an interception by Sean Murphy Bunting, scored a touchdown. Kyle Hamilton got ejected because he launched himself at Chris Moore. The eighth drive, horrible pick by Tannehill. Ninth drive, Willis went in uh, just insane the the 10th drive was the spears play and that was fun but like this is the most depressing thing i've ever heard yeah 10 drives uh 16 points to show for it and um i I mean i don't don't know why we can't score touchdowns you know it's the most sad thing about the 10 drives and all the things you just named what you named i think two positive plays offensively (laughs) Like a Derrick Henry run and a Spears uh, play. And it's just like... Yeah, I mean, there were like, a few... Those are the like, only memorable plays that happened in the game. I mean, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, Everything else was just like, this is the most boring, frustrating thing ever. Yeah. Um, and on defense, I didn't take notes on Ravens drives, but defense, I mean, the biggest like bend-don't-break game we could ever, or not ever do, but our offense was doing so bad that the Ravens had every chance they could got into the red zone and they only scored, uh, what? Two touchdowns total. And I don't know, it, you know, the defense is what it is. The offense is what it is. We're bad. Let's just move forward from the game. Um, we need to, it needs to be said that in the game, Ryan Tannehill, it looked like he, had an ankle sprain. Uh, it looked pretty bad. It basically looked like the one against, I think it was the Chargers last year. And um, Vrabel did say yesterday, he said, if Tannehill is healthy, he's our quarterback, which at this point I almost don't agree with at all because I think we're to the point where, and you know, a few weeks ago, we said the disclaimer, we're not there yet. 
you know, after the Browns game, we said we're not there yet, but we may have to go for a, a high pick. Bengals game happened. We had a lot of fun. We're like, all right, we're back in it. Colts game happened. Robert was there uh, and wanted to tank. And I think Pet and I were still unsure, but maybe potentially getting there. And then this game happened. I mean, we just, we're not doing anything. We are not doing anything. If we somehow make the playoffs, we will not win that playoff game. Uh, people have said we started off two and four in 2019. And guess what we did in 2019? We made an AFC championship run. But also, guess what happened in 2019? We had a much better offensive line. Uh, we had A.J. Brown in his rookie year. We had Corey Davis. We had Johnny Smith. We had a much better and uh, more with Green is Gary. prime. Yep. We had Arthur Smith. And we had Marcus Mariota, which was the reason why we were two and four. Tannehill came in and made a difference. I don't know about you, Pettit, but obviously we're not seeing it from Tannehill. And I don't think that Malik Willis or Will Levis are going to come in and lead this team on a run and end up making the AFC Championship. I'll tell you, I know Malik Willis isn't for a fact. Yeah. Malik, Willis Malik Willis is horrible. Is already coming to show how dumb it was that we kept him over Dobbs. I mean, it's that was <laughs> that didn't even make sense. See, um, to me, honestly, the Dobbs not keeping thing, Dobbs just didn't make sense. It didn't make any sense. I just think that we, it, like, to me, ev- everyone brings up like should have kept Josh Dobbs, should have kept Josh Dobbs. Like, to me, if we had kept Josh Dobbs, I think we would have, it would have been obvious that we were just going to tank this year. I don't think Josh, I think Josh Dobbs, no, 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 no. Look at what he's doing at the Cardinals. He's fine. He does fine in the first half, and the second half happens, and he just, it just. We have a better team than the Cardinals. Still. And that's where I'm like, Dobbs? Gives us a better chance at winning than currently than Tannehill does. Yeah, I, Easy. yes, but and I think I just, and I think we're comparing Dobbs to Tannehill. We're not comparing him to to Will Levis or Malik Willis. Or yeah, and well, I'm not because what I'm saying is I think Dobbs is playing better football than Tannehill right now, and I, but, we know that both of them are playing better football than Malik Willis, and somehow he didn't make the team over Malik Willis. To me, you bring Josh Dobbs on the team, and we're almost more screwed long term than we are with just with our current situation. I mean, because I feel like at this point, Dobbs with this team would for sure get us to like seven and ten. At this point, Tannehill is probably the like the Tannehill that's that's been out there has not been that great to where we actually do have a chance to just lose you know, like lose out. I just to me the Dobbs thing long term didn't make sense because of our commitment to Tannehill and eventually like wanting to figure out what we have Malik Willis and Will Levis. And I think it was just we too know early. We have Malik Willis. Malik Willis. I, I can't stand Malik Willis. I don't, I'm not watching, I'm not watching a football game. If he starts as time as a Titan. Well, I'm not watching it. I can He's guarantee. So I think Tannehill is Tannehill's so bad. Gonna be out for a few weeks. 
Tannehill's going to be out for a few weeks, and we have a bye next week. And I honestly want Will Levis to start. I'm in the same boat. Look, I hate Will Levis. I hate Malik Willis. And I want Will Levis to start. Yeah. This is is sad. This is sad. (laughs) This is really sad. I hate our quarterbacks. Every single one of them. And I am picking which, like, like, I actually hate Will Will Levis. Like, I'm like, I, I don't think you're good. Oh, sorry, as a human being, he might be okay as a human being. I don't want to attack his character. He seems like a, a very mediocre human being. But yeah, me- and Malik Willis actually seems like generous. he actually seems like a good a good guy. And so is Tannehill. So I'm talking more on the field here, but um, on the field, I I hate all three of them, all three of them. And I'm just picking. I'm picking between like the three, like bottom of the barrel. It feels like. And and I know none of the three are the answer, and it's frustrating because Malik was drafted kind of high, and then Will Levis was drafted very high, and it's just like I love that we drafted quarterbacks in both those drafts because I thought that was I thought it was smart to miss on two of them so blatantly is going to be just so painful already. It's just like we're just constantly in, it's constantly missing. Those could have been other positions on the football field. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just this team. Everything's bad. Burn it down. Burn it down. Let it all out, Pettit. I'm. Yeah. You see me right now? I'm literally rubbing my eyes in absolute <laughs> despair right now. I'm just like, yeah, this Pettit is. Looks, Pettit looks stressed. Um, There's I, just so... nothing positive. It's just like even our great players. I mean, something. I just feel like there's no team chemistry. Nobody cares. Everybody is just trying to do their best, but nobody actually thinks they can win. There's no hope on this team at all. There's no yeah, fun I mean, place to try and get us out of the box. There's like there's there's nothing. There's nothing. You, you know what's interesting is what you just said is is like Jeffrey Simmons was starting to hint at that after the game. He started to after the Colts game, he was kind of like, you know, had confidence in the locker room. They're all good. We can figure it out. We're not going to make excuses. We'll be okay. After this game, it's like we got to figure out who wants to be here. We got to figure out who wants to play, who's going to commit to it. And I think that was, I mean, <laughs> it's definitely concerning to hear as a fan, wondering what's going on in the locker room. Um, but and it might not I mean, be bad. It might not be like they hate each other, but it's probably just like they, are, they aren't that good of friends, which plays a really big role in team maybe. sports. Maybe like there's pointing fingers. Close. You have to be close with your teammates and you have to want to win together and push each other to be better or else you're all just going to be individuals on the field and yeah. you're kind of just going through the motions. So, And it feels like we're going through the motions, especially on defense. It looks like they're literally just like the last two games. It looks like they're just like, well, I'm in the right spot. Where's everyone else? You know what I mean? So, and man, seeing Jim Schwartz dominate as defensive coordinator at the Browns, I mean, we miss that guy. We miss that guy as a defensive analyst for sure. Um, I think it's an interesting spot that we're in because we we don't have many draft picks next year. We have a first, and and it doesn't even matter because we suck at drafting. So it's just (laughs) well, okay. We suck. That's where I'm like tanking doesn't help us. Tanking is only going to hurt us. We suck at drafting with John Robinson. Rand Carthon had a first draft. He 
smashed it out of the park with Peter Skronsky, even though I know he's a guard still. He's a great player. Tajay Spears was a great pick. Will Levis pissed me off. Um, we've, you know, we still don't know. Josh Wiley was starting to come on. He got concussed. This game was out. So you, you don't know about Rand Carthon drafting. We know about John Robinson drafting. And listen, we just need to, I, I have to emphasize over and over, we are in this position because of John Robinson. He, it's the easiest scapegoat of all time. He took, he traded up and took a, the Louisville receiver that wasn't even the main guy, Des Fitzpatrick, over someone who had the talent, who had the ability in Amon Ross St. Brown. Just think about that. If we yeah, had not can, traded away A.J. Uh, Brown, if we had not traded away A.J. Brown and that draft 2021, we had taken Amon Ross St. Brown. I know that these are a lot of big ifs, but picture having Amon Ross St. Brown and A.J. Brown on the same team. That is depressing, thinking about yeah. that. And like, John Thanks Robinson. Thanks for depressing. John it's John Robinson's fault. It is his fault. We are seeing the fruits of his labor. And let me tell you, those fruits are a straight up uh, two week old banana that it wouldn't even be good for banana bread. That's, those are the fruits of his labor. And my thing is, we, at this point, we have to accept that it's over. Like, the, to be fair, the, so far, we're. Uh, Rand Carthon's already traded. He, you know, made that trade for Will Levis, and he I, and okay, he did trade a seventh round for uh, for a kicker for Nick Folk, but which, Nick Folk has been great. So awesome. That's not. I mean, I, so far that one's panned out. I'll trade a seventh all day for a kicker like Nick Folk. Absolutely. I will say though, like, I mean, the thing that I can pin on Rand Carthon is signing Andre Dillard to a long, you know, big left tackle deal. But even that can be explained as John Robinson because the Isaiah Wilson pick, because of uh, just everything that's happened from all of that that's played out. We missed so many. And add in Christian Fulton now, like Dylan Radins. He's still, it's, we're just, we didn't draft well with John Robinson. We drafted very poorly. and. Um, I mean, I guess Roger McCreary was was fine. He was a good pick, but at the end of the day, we are in a dilemma because of John Robinson, and we have to face that any kind of hope that we have from 2021 with that team, like that, that's done. The window is closed, and we are at a point now. As sad as it sounds, the Titans have to move forward with a mindset of getting as many assets for the long term as we can. And what that looks like is trading away guys that are maybe vets that could help a team that needs them to make a run and uh, getting solid draft picks from them, whether they're expiring deals, uh, short-term deals. We have to make moves and we have to get long-term assets. And I mean, I hate... I like I hate that I'm here. I hate that I'm at this point. I think we all can maybe be at this point as a Titans fan. I mean, you know it's something wrong when your best defensive player from Sunday was arguably from one play from your punter tracking down the punt returner and making a tackle. That was sweet. I just Stonehouse is a beast. That's something we can take that's positive. Mm -hmm. Anyways, 
like we have to accept it and 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 I'm sorry and I I really I'm sorry that I'm here but like I said and I've always I've been saying the last few weeks the Titans made me do it well I'm I'm switching that John Robinson made me do it and I'm at to Pat I'm going to read you a few names and let me know if you would be fine with trading them to get more draft capital. Danico Autry. Yeah, I guess you have to. Uh, yeah, all these are going to hurt Pettit. I bet. Yeah. Like, we lost our chance of trading Tannehill because he hurt his ankle, um, which we wouldn't, probably wouldn't have traded him anyways. Um, no. Uh, Tayer Tart. Uh, he might be somebody that I'm like, I actually think we could, based on his value, could probably keep. Okay. Um, I bet, I bet his contract's pretty favorable to the team. Sean Murphy Bunting. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's been, has been great, but I mean, again, if you, if you get draft capital for him, then yeah. Uh, this one's going to hurt. Kevin Byard. Man, I always thought he would uh he would uh remain a Titan. Thought he'd retire a Titan. But I would like to see him win a Super Bowl with another team. You gotta send him off. It's not with us. Send him off to a team that he can do better with. Uh DeAndre oh, Hopkins. Yeah, we paid, paid Tyre Tart four million is his average salary. Nothing guaranteed for next year. Or for yeah, next year. Who'd you say? DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, gotta trade him. And then you could definitely get some value for him. Uh the the last one. Because Hopkins is not going to touch the ball. He's not. If Malik Willis is in the game, Hopkins is not touching the ball. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. You're right. There's You're no right. point of I having can't. Hopkins on the field if Willis is on the field. There's zero point. Yeah. There's okay, no last name, but certainly least in the sense of wanting to say it. But Derrick yep. Henry. Yeah, I don't think you're getting much for him though. You don't think so? A team like a running back needy team who has a lot, um, you know, has a really good chance because they have a a good quarterback and they just had a running back hurt his neck on Sunday night football. And now they are in the market for a running back and they've needed a running back for years in the Buffalo bills. I can't imagine that they would do that. Harold or sorry, Derek Henry average salary is 12 and a half million dollars. I do not his, know his, his breakdown this year. Let me see. His contract is expiring at the end of this year. Yeah. So if we trade him away, say we just. It was capping you know, is only 4.7 million. Or wait, no. Yeah, it's 16, not. Like it's, no, it's 16 million this year. Yeah, but like Titans can keep most of that. And then. Yeah. Get some um, draft capital. We trade him it. away. And then the team that gets him, if they like him, they sign him. If they don't, he hits free agency. Yeah. So I think it's a lot more possible than we think. And 
I, I hate that I just mentioned some of those names, but like, if I you mean, think you could get a third for Derrick Henry, then unfortunately, I I mean, we're at the point clear house, clear, like shop everybody, shop every yeah. single player because it's honestly it's more disrespectful to keep these players on our team than it is to trade them away. That's yeah, how low to, you're I saying am on the to, Titans. to the players. Yeah, just be like, hey, look, what team do you want to get to? We'll, we, we'd love to try and show. Like, like, let's be really kind to our players, but be like, look, you deserve better. We, we yeah. can't provide a winning team, so let's send you to a team that, you know, you know, a couple teams that might want you, and if we can get what we want, then we'll, we'll trade you. But I think you got to work with the players. I think you got to go up to them and be like, hey, look, we're, we're shopping the whole team here. We're scrapping. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think saw that would some... go very well, but <laughs> I think you, that's what I would do. Well, that, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know what Vrabel is wanting in this. Like, what what's going to happen? I, I just – it is insane. I, I'm getting to a point where I'm just, like, I'm sad with this team. I'm sad overall. I mean, we are literally just – we're 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 still fighting effects of Robinson trading AJ away, going all in for twenty twenty one and not winning at all. And we've just we almost just need to accept it and it just makes me sad. It really mm-hmm. does. Um so yeah, here here what I was looking for a tweet. Diana Rossini had like what she's hearing around the league and she said she lists the Titans as a team who could be active at the trade deadline. I'd assume as sellers is what mm-hmm. Mike Hernan said. Hopefully. Yeah. So that's where we are. Um, did sorry you see, that we're this way. Did you but, see that in the, the games that we've lost so far, we are 10 for 45 on third down? 22% on so third bad. down. And the Ravens were getting so many third downs. I remember Colts were getting a lot of third downs last week. Um, it's just not good. It's not good, Pettit. And it's not good at all. I really am sorry. I really am sorry that we had to have this kind of episode, but it's where we are. And, well, unfortunately, um, we might have a lot more episodes like this. <laughs> this we might. Is, we we are what? That was week six. Yep. So. I mean, we got a lot of the season left. We have 18 weeks in a season. I mean, we're yep. not even halfway here. And this is like, you know, we're already talking about, like, why win another game? I think even if we tried, I think we might only win two more games at best. Like, this is how low I am on the team. Like, this is this is bad. Like, this is not going to be the last time we talk like this at all. This is not going to be the last time that we go through and I go, that was the worst. That was the hardest game I've ever seen. I think we're just going to, each game is going to get harder and harder to watch. It's not going to get better. I think the roller coaster is over. Like, I don't, I mean, we're we're not really going back up. I don't know how we beat the Bengals. I mean, I know they were bad, but at that time. Yeah. I don't know how Um, we've won two games already. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have. I mean, you know, we, we've got Falcons after the bye, but seriously, take take a week off. 
enjoy Sunday with NFL and not the Titans. Don't worry about, you know, what the Titans got to do long-term. Just just kind of forget about the Titans. Focus on the Vols against Tama. And your fantasy teams. teams. Yeah, focus on your fantasy teams. It's not Maybe like anybody has trades. a Titan on their fantasy team, so you're probably yeah. it's the same week. Give me exactly. The Maybe make some trades, hit the waiver wire, focus on your fantasy team, put a lot of effort into that. Enjoy red zone, you know, enjoy hopefully better primetime games. And yeah, I mean, you know, we maybe should be thankful that we got a week off from the Titans at this point. So um, again, I apologize that we have to be this and be this way, but it's, it's not really our fault. I mean, it, it's what the Titans and John Robinson did to us years ago. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I appreciate y'all listening. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. And we thank y'all. My mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry.